Hello, this is Sophie Kaner, and it's just me today for the very specific reason that I have an announcement to make. For years, a certain type of feedback that Kevin and I have always gotten on the Penumbra has been, why haven't you told this kind of story? Why haven't you featured this type of person? And honestly, it's always really eaten away at me that we just are not able to tell all of those stories on the Penumbra, sometimes because we don't have the space for them, and sometimes because certain stories only make sense in the context of the real world. So I decided to make a whole other show, Edge's Podcast, in order to make a space for real people to tell their real stories. That's right, it's the inevitable second podcast, and it launches in two weeks on Monday, August 5th. Ah! In this first season of Edge's podcast, I talked to nine queer and trans individuals and asked each of them to tell me a story about love, whatever that meant to them. And it was such a magical thing to get to talk to all these people of different ages and backgrounds and experiences. They were incredibly open with me, and people told me about polyamory and transitioning and relationships that helped them find themselves even when they didn't work out. And they told me about their fears and hopes, and as it turns out, people are really interesting, and love means a lot of different things to different people. And I'm really excited to share that with all of you. And I'm also really nervous. This is my first solo project, and it's my first time working with nonfiction and interviewing strangers, but I hope you'll come on this new journey with me, and I hope you'll find these people's stories as meaningful as I did. So if you want to know what the show sounds like, keep listening to hear a clip of the very first episode featuring someone that I think you will probably recognize. I don't know that I have any stories about queer love. I don't know that I've experienced love. I think, you know, which sounds so dramatic and so I don't like to say it, but like, I I don't know, uh... Infatuation sounds uh, sort of dismissive, and like sounds uh, not strong enough, mm. and it has already has too many definitions, and you know. So my story is about queer. Huh? For my inaugural episode, I decided to make things easy for myself and interview someone very close to me, Noah Symes, a dear friend of mine who I also work with on my other show, The Penumbra Podcast. I went over to his house on an oppressively hot summer day, and we huddled over a microphone in his room, so pardon the occasional noises you'll hear from the open windows. I've known Noah for over a decade, and we've even lived together, but we don't really talk about love. In fact, I don't think I'd ever had a conversation with him about relationships he'd been in, so I was nervous and excited to learn some personal stuff about someone who's pretty much my family. Plus, for once, we'd be having a conversation where I couldn't make it all about me, so that was definitely a learning experience. I'm Sophie Kaner, and this is Edges. Well, okay, so a year, 
no, less than a year after I graduated from college, my friends and I went on uh, like little mini road trips. We say road trip. We drove <laughs> to a place. several hours to a place <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, to visit another friend who was still in college his okay. senior year. Um, and we went for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like, uh, I mean, it was just like a magical weekend all around. Like we just had like, an enormous amount of fun and nothing bad happened and all of his friends were like so welcoming and excited to have us and um yeah it was just like all around an ideal weekend um and uh when i was there i met one of my friends sweet mates um who i'm gonna call cory so he was like one of the first people that i met when we got there you know, and I'm getting a little drunker, a little drunker, and at some point I, I go to my friend that we're visiting and I say, all right, so, like, you know that you have to tell me which of your friends are into dudes. And he was like, um, oh, that guy, uh, that guy that you saw earlier, he is, and, like, not the one that, not Corey. And I was like, oh, just, okay. So anyone that I would care about? No, no, I'm like, that was fine. I was just like, <laughs> I was expecting a certain answer. Yeah. And, like, a little later than night, I finally, like, like, it was, I, I, you know, I kept sort of observing, and it got so, and I was like, like, really not Corey? And he was like, oh my god, I totally forgot that he's into, I, I'm so sorry. Um, but anyway, I mean, basically, I, I mean, I spent the next two nights that we were staying there in Corey's bed with him, and, I mean, it was it felt really good. It felt like there was something more than like, eh. like, um, yeah, I don't know. There was some sort of felt connection there. Um, you know, I think we were at that time both by, mm-hmm. I want to say, mm-hmm. um, he was, I mean, like, the first thing is he was, like, immensely popular in this group. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, you know, even if people perceived him as, uh, you know, mostly straight or whatever, he had this queer energy that I think women felt comfortable around. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, know, he was very close with, and, you know, and, and he just had this, like, energy that I think that, you know, I know I'm a sucker for it, right? This, I, the person who's sort of like a little bit of a mess in a very charismatic way, okay. like that draws people to them and that yeah. like the person who's the most popular for the best reasons, uh-huh. you know, because they're just good and nice uh-huh. and like, you know, and, and there, and, and like a sort of, uh, like sprightly energy because I'm such an old man. I think I'm attracted to <laughs> people who counterbalance that yeah. in some way. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so like, that was just like what I observed sort of, you know, that night. And then, yeah, I don't know. He was just, he was very kind and, uh attentive and um 
Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, let's be honest, like, maybe the most attractive quality a person can have is being interested in me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? I think um, most people feel that way. Yeah. Or a lot. Yeah. So. Did you talk a lot? We did. You know, a lot of just, like, getting to know you stuff, right? And, you know, he was a senior, and so he was going to be graduating, and... He wanted to work in film. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like really basic stuff, plus like, you know, sort of general who we are, what we are, hopes and dreams kind of thing. I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm wondering now if like, you know, the the, the subject of the of the talking was less important than that it happened or that, mm-hmm. you know, that that we were genuinely interested <laughs> in what was being said. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was like, you know, it was these like two, I guess two days. Yeah, it was just, you know, and I mean, this this is really the thing is like I, you know, I talk about how, how I tiptoed out of a closet. Like, yeah. I had never had an experience quite like this um, that was so, you know, an attraction that was intense and uh, reciprocated mm-hmm. and uh, at least slightly enduring, you know, mm-hmm. that wasn't like, I feel this right now. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, that's an enormous piece of it, right? Um, and it sounds really intimate. Yeah, and yeah. it felt really intimate and quickly, right? Yes. Which, you know, um, can obviously intensify those feelings. Yes. Um, so I, you know, we left that weekend and, you know, sort of like, well, we'll assume we'll see each other again sometime <laughs> this is in upstate new york i live in boston <laughs> like yeah. oh at that time i lived in the suburbs in my parents house um and and he was uh from south america oh <laughs> so like you know and he was like i have no idea where i wow. will be um once i graduate yeah uh but anyway um, you know, I, I got home and over the next several weeks, maybe months, uh, we kept texting and so we were, I mean, we were in touch a lot. Um, and like, I, I mean, I remember that once he, you know, For uh, someone who is who had had sort of as little romantic experience as I had, yeah. The text, hey, can you call me? I just want to hear your voice. Mm. Like that is the, the rest of this episode will be available on yeah. August fifth yeah. when the show launches. So go ahead and subscribe to Edges Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also listen to the trailer where you'll hear short clips of some of the other episodes. You can also follow the official Twitter at Edges Podcast.
I also hope you'll check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash edges podcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash edges podcast and consider supporting the show so that I can make more of it. See you on August 5th. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.